This is Presto. Purple message. This yeah, is right. episode 65 of the Nintendad podcast. Welcome in. Um, today, we're going to be talking about some juicy, juicy, long, long overdue uh, Splatoon 3 news, um, as well as content update number one for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, which was equally juicy. Um, I feel like the content update, like we got news about it and we planned this episode such a long time ago, um, but it's out now. We've played it, so we have a lot to say about it. Splatoon 3, obviously not out, um, but we will still have plenty to say about it. Um, but as we do, let's start out with the huge, as the kids say, um, Corporal, what you been? What you been playing? What you been playing on your on your free time? On my free time? On your, I know that's a trick <laughs> question. It's a trick question. But what have you? What have you been playing in the time that you've been playing things? So the only game that I have been playing when I am not playing games for the Nintendads is with Little Red playing Castle Crashers. We finally beat the game for a second time. So we were playing the game once on regular mode and then we're playing the game again on hard or insanity so that we can unlock certain characters. So we were playing Castle Crashers again. And then I play Plants vs. Zombies on my phone. Plants vs. Zombies? Like the old school Plants vs. Zombies? Yes. No kidding. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Did you ever try... um... Uh, Battle for Neighborsville, that like it was, it was like a class based shooter. Yes, you did. I, I, I have it on Xbox. Ah, um, it's I always actually, wanted to try it because it it's is actually kind of cool. Kind of cool. Um, sorry, I'm just posting the uh, the uh, link to our Discord. Um, I have been playing, as I'm sure you'll be shocked to know um monster Hunter rise sunbreak for the nintendo switch um i've been really i've been really sinking my teeth into uh into the end game content which i will spend the back half of this episode absolutely gushing about uh oh Nuha, thank you for the like john john caspero thank you for the like as well and Jason Bernard in the chat. He's everywhere. Um, yeah, I've been playing Monster Hunter. I've also been playing a little bit of Splatoon 2, shaking the rust off. Uh, because I am certainly quite rusty at that game at this point. You're rusty? I'm super rusty at Splatoon. Do you need some rusties? Rusties! Bumper ointment cream, I don't even want to talk about how many times I've seen that movie. <laughs> Almost as many times as I've seen Encanto, but there's less, there's 100% less musical numbers in uh, I mean, in cars. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you, though. I, I have a special place in my heart for cars. It's cars 1 and Cars 3. Two, we can choose garbage. Two, choose. <laughs> I'm so glad we're in agreement on this because this episode was about to change course. Real quick, yeah. Episode or episode two, 
Cars 2 <laughs> needs to be put in the junkyard. Cars yeah, 3 Cars is amazing. Cars 1 is the classic. Cars 2, you have amnesia for. Cars 1 and 3 are top shelf. I feel like Cars 2 was like a side episode. Like, it could have yeah. been like... It anyway. should have been multiple shorts or something that not actually is a part of the universe. No, we're going to do a whole episode on power ranking Disney Pixar <laughs> movies by their by their appeal. Um, okay, what have you been drinking? I know, Bud Light. We see it. We all see it. Have you been drinking? I know you drink other more interesting things, though. I mean, LaCroix. Okay. Lots, and lots of LaCroix. Yeah, LaCroix. I mean, I like that flavor that tastes like you're standing in a room and someone <laughs> is screaming the name of a fruit in the next room. <laughs> That's what LaCroix tastes like. Um, I've so been... you made a joke a while back that LaCroix tastes like water that was placed in the same storage room as a carton of fruit. And while the joke was funny when it initially happened, about a week or two later, somebody else made a very similar joke on, like, uh, TikTok or something. And I was like, does everyone in the world hate LaCroix? Or, like, yes. am I the only either, one who likes it? Either you are, like, obsessed with LaCroix, like you are, or you are obsessed with making fun of people that are obsessed <laughs> with LaCroix. It's all, there's only two things. There's, I've never, I've never talked to anybody in my life that's like, yeah, I like I like LaCroix. It's pretty good. It's either I have hoarded it in my garage or LaCroix <laughs> tastes like somebody whispering the word lemon into my ear while I sleep. So those of you who don't know, at one point I was able to acquire a secondary fridge that I... I love how whenever there's so many things that you've told me that you were like, I was somehow able to acquire... Like, not, yes. oh, I went and I bought this, I got this. I was somehow able to require, through suspicious means, <laughs> I mean, Tom, welcome in on the Facebook side. How you doing? Everything I have in my life, I have acquired in some suspicious means. Yes. Oh, I, my, my, uh, my, what you call it, was totally blocked. My Twitch chat was totally blocked. T.S. Villa. Oh. <laughs> you... uh, Hello, is it fate you're looking for? Oh, man, he did all the thing. Inferno, welcome in. <laughs> this is an episode Yo, of the Nintendads, if you're just joining us. We are talking about Splatoon 3 news, which is long overdue, which I'm going to make a big stink about. Um, and then we're going to talk about the content update number one. From... Everybody who's looking at their calendars right now going, today's supposed to be Presto so, Solo So stream. far, eh, Grabtacular, welcome in. So far, we've managed to rate the car movies and talk about LaCroix. <laughs> I will say, before we start, I have been on a cider drinking binge. Interesting. Down East, Down East Cider. Amazing. The Blackberry Down East Cider. One of my favorite drinks of the summer so far. And very, very near and dear to my heart, Austin East Ciders. Dry, hop cider. It's not too sweet. Down East can get a little sugary, a little sweet sometimes. But um, uh, down or uh, Austin East Ciders, 100%. If you see it, buy it. Blood Orange. The Blood Orange, not Blood Orange Bishton, Blood Orange Austin East Ciders uh, is absolutely delicious. 
Captain Andrea. Ascension and Miss Nurse uh, just recently stocked their fridge with uh, <clears throat> a bunch of apple ciders, um, like apple orchard apple ciders and stuff. Oh, different different it's... brands though, not not the like. Yeah, I'm picky. I'm picky with my ciders because I don't like particularly sweet stuff. Oh um, really? No, I don't. I don't put sugar in my coffee. I don't like soda. You if don't I have... put sugar in your coffee. No, I'd be diabetic if I did that. You know how much coffee I drink? I can't afford to put sugar in my coffee. I'd be dead. You're turning into my mother more and more every year. I'm going to start telling you to clean your room because I haven't put sugar (laughs) in my coffee in about 10 years. That is the most old man thing I've said in a while. (laughs) Anyway, we are talking about... This episode's off to a great start. Splatoon, <laughs> Splatoon 3, I think. Wait, oh yeah, the graphics up there. Definitely, it's keeping <laughs> us on track. That's why we put yeah. it there. Oh, the the, an- the analysis glasses are on. You did <laughs> You did say, Corporal, make sure you keep me on track this episode. And You've I done a have... very poor job <laughs> sidetracking me with cars and LaCroix. Um, okay. Oh. So for those who don't know, uh, we actually had a Splatoon three direct last week um which i have to take this shot now what the hell where has all this news been for like the last year i I, me and me and you had a conversation like probably two or three weeks ago and i said i'm really i'm getting really nervous for splatoon 3 because there's been no news the website is like a shell of a website there's no details there's nothing and they were like, "Oh, Splatoon!" Actually, somebody—I think—I think Jeremy posted it in our uh, in our Discord, or um, no, it was um, it was either Inferno Rift or it was um, uh, what's his name, uh, Otaku. I forget his name. Uh, also, maybe Inferno Otaku. Um, but somebody posted in our Discord, and I was like, random, and. This Splatoon 3 Direct had, like, a lot of details. And since the Splatoon Direct, they have put even more details on the website and on Twitter. And what I can understand is they could have drip-fed us this. They could have split this into two things. Why has the marketing for this game been completely in hibernation until a month from release, I get it. You want to you want to build up hype right before, and they were promoting Xenoblade Chronicles Three, but like, I don't I don't understand. Can I say that Nintendo, for the longest time, has been notorious for doing one of two things when they release a game, and I don't know if it's because of the studio. Or if it's because of their own personal feelings about the game they're about to release. But the marketing is either so on point and so stellar it builds the best amount of hype. Or it is almost non-existent. Now, there have been times where that comparison is directly correlated to whether or not the game is successful or good. It's not always that way. Mark, welcome it's, in. It's not always that way, but I have seen that that happens enough to make me scratch my head. So, Especially this, recently. Yeah. So <coughs> this kind of like gets me to a point where I'm wondering, like, 
is this game really going to suck? Is this game nothing more than a DLC? Like, what's what's really happening? It was Nick Yeti. Thank you, Tom. The one <laughs> time. The one time. Well, not the one time. But finally, Nick Yeti deserves credit. And I completely give it to ten other people. Thank you, Nick Yeti. <laughs> um, so, I'll, I'll tell you. This Splatoon 3, for me, has been like an emotional roller coaster Because they announced it. I remember. I remember it was the, it was the first direct in like it was like the first direct in like 600 days remember and they had oh, the yeah. splatoon 3 reveal and i freaked out i screamed it was like the most visceral reaction i think i've yeah. had a nintendo direct and then they showed more of it and my hype slowly but surely declined and uh and then I was like, oh, but Splatoon 3, Splatoon 3 and Sunbreak are my most anticipated titles of the year. And then months and months and months went by, nothing. Then this Direct came, and I was like, oh, and I saw it, and I think I think I was just in sort of a bad, bad sourpuss mood. It was too early. I didn't have my coffee with no sugar <laughs> um, when I was watching the, the Direct, because after the direct, I was feeling kind of like humdrum. I was like, "This is just Splatoon 2.5." I mean, I said the exact same thing when I saw that direct. I was like, "This yet again sounds like a DLC. It sounds like it's a whole bunch of quality of life bug fixes, and that's it." So, uh, Fate Maker said, "Asian get Asia gets a ton more trailers for Nintendo than anywhere else. If you live there, you would have already seen the TV commercials." I've seen the TV commercials because I've lo I've seen them on my YouTube feed and looking up Splatoon things, um, but I don't. I mean, maybe they're. I highly doubt they're on TV here. Um, but so I was a little I was a little off put by the direct, but mm. I haven't been I haven't played Splatoon. I haven't been in the ecosystem in a long time. So after the fact, started playing Splatoon two a little bit more to shake off the rust. I started watching some of the videos and reactions and analyses from people like Watson, uh, Squid Academy, like big influencers in the space who have stuck with Splatoon. And all of them were really excited and had a lot to say about like just showering the direct with praise and, and had nothing but good things to say about all the changes. And I think I'm, I've been removed from Splatoon for so long that these changes that seem small when you're in the context of playing Splatoon 2 a lot are actually really, really big deals. And the more that I see, and plus there's a shitload of information on the website that wasn't in the Direct or that were severely underplayed in the Direct. So the more I've gone over this, the more excited I'm getting, and now I am pretty I'm cautiously optimistic about Splatoon 3. So, this is this. Now we're going to actually get into it instead of just hyperbolizing. Um, <laughs> I would say the name of the game and the biggest deals for Splatoon 3 are quality of life. And if this is going to be, if I was doing a, I might even do this. If, if you were to, in a nutshell, say the changes and new things of Splatoon 3, I will say quality of life may breathe new life into the Splatoon franchise. Interesting. Because okay. I am more excited 
about the seemingly small quality of life changes than I am about any new feature, any truly new feature. Um, and I will explain why. Um, so first, let's get this out of the way. If you want to see every little thing uh, that was in the direct, go watch it. It's like a half an hour. We can't. We're not going to go through every single thing. Yeah, um, definitely not. So there's new levels. There's returning levels. There's new weapons like the uh, the the splat like bow and arrow thing. There's a katana now that's like a melee weapon. So there's new weapons. There's new levels. Uh, there's new specials. Which, yeah, it's a long direct. It's, I mean, yeah. it was weird. They started the direct with, like, here's Splatoon, ink the ground in order to clean... Like, it was, like, an introduction to the series, which I guess means they're aiming Splatoon 3 at a lot of new new players, which, okay. I that's the thing, I guess. I don't know. But uh, there's new specials, some of which look really cool. There's, like, one where you, like, ride on an inflatable orca and you, like, crash into it. Um, so there's all, there's new things. There's two new movement options that we saw, we actually got to see in action that aren't, they weren't announced in this trailer. But basically a new move where you can shoot up a wall, so improve vertical movement, which was badly needed from Splatoon 2. Um, and a new thing called the squid roll, where if you're in the ink, it allows you to instantly change direction and spin to deflect incoming shots. Now, we've talked about this, which I guess we should talk about it again. The biggest difference between Splatoon 1 and 2 was movement, Correct. Like what? What is your impression from Splatoon one to Splatoon two? Splatoon one, I just accidentally knocked my beer over on top of my keyboard, so I'm kind of freaking out over here. Well, it's um, just water, so you don't have to worry about anything. <clears throat> Splatoon, that that was my biggest gripe, and and we talked about this I think earlier today. That was my biggest gripe about Splatoon one. Uh, versus Splatoon 2 is the weapons didn't feel as balanced and the movement felt clunky. So <coughs> my keyboard is like doing a thing. Uh -oh. um, but, uh, but besides that, like Splatoon 2 had an immensely more content. So I, I enjoy Splatoon 2 because of content purposes, but the game just felt broken ever since launch so yeah i i the splatoon 2's movement is one of the biggest things that i hated about it i don't know if it felt slower or it was clunkier. so so i played a lot of splatoon 1 and 2 splatoon 1 i felt like you had more control and you could do things quicker um splatoon 2 Eventually, some movement like techniques came out where uh, there'd be substrafing. Where if you were in the ink and you wanted to instantly change direction, you had to hold like you were going to throw a bomb, and hitting that would cause you to pop out of your ink and stop your momentum. And then you had to quickly resubmerge yourself, and you could try to change direction. So people found ways around it. 
But it's clear that, like, the movement from a baseline standpoint was not as fluid and fast and as free as Splatoon 1. Also, gunplay and positioning in Splatoon 2 overshadows movement, I think. Right back. Okay. I will just rant while Corporal attempts to save his keyboard. In Splatoon 2, if you... Having range and positional advantage on different levels is way stronger than it was in 1, and I think it overshadowed the movement capabilities. Because in in 1, I felt you could do more things with movement to outplay people. In 2, you outplay people... Get the rice, Corp! (laughs) Uh, In 2, you outplay people by having being a better shooter or having better positioning in the stage in my experience um positioning in the, so the map layout in two was better and worse yeah the, I, the, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean successful reconnection successful all right hold on Hold on, Corporal. My thing just said reconnected. I'm getting back on. Oh, you're back in Discord. There you are. What did you say? Uh Uh-oh. All right. Can you see me? Can you hear me? Are we live? I can see you. I don't know if we're live. That was... That's exactly what happened to you, isn't it? I guess so. My Discord just crashed and OBS just disconnected. And then I think you. I, think I told Dreamland, you this is wild. So if you guys are still with us, we're back. Okay, is it? Is it? Did we reconnect? Is it the same thing? Um, I'm, oh yeah, it looks like we're still here. Great, that keyboard must be connected to everything. Yeah, Corporal, what did you do? You managed to crash Discord and uh. OBS and Streamlabs. I think it's. I'm gonna put money on that. It's a Facebook issue. Just <laughs> well, anyway. it doesn't look like Facebook got disconnected. I know, but I think Facebook disconnected OBS. I don't know what happened with Discord. That was super weird. As Twitch has now restarted, the stream has started started over. At yeah, one. OBS. So here's Streamlabs. Yeah. Anyway, were you recording or are you just streaming? Just streaming. Which means we're gonna have to download that twice. So much fun. Uh, well, no, the the Facebook one didn't disconnect, I don't think. I think it's okay. one, one thing. Yeah, it's still going. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> where were we? Yes, Splatoon 2 levels, both great and terrible. Um, but the whole point of me talking about bringing up from Splatoon 1 to Splatoon 2 is I think if there is anything looking at it, it doesn't look like the movement and the speed is that different from 2 to 3 from what I've seen in 3, but then again I didn't really think Splatoon 2 looked that different from Splatoon 1 but we'll see. I think if there is anything in the game that has the potential to really change everything about it and the flow of combat it is the squid roll. Because if the squid roll is really an option that is super strong and that you can change direction 
quickly and you're basically immune to attack. That's the thing, is I don't know if it's damage reduction or if you're straight up immune when you're doing it. But if it's fast and it's a strong option, that could, like, make or break the game. Mm -hmm. And it might just be you do it, it's slow, it's for getting back out of position, but if you're in the range still, then you're toast. Um, but it has the potential, I think, to make Splatoon 3 as different as 2 was from 1, in a good way, I hope. Um, so, the two new movement options, potentially really big. Um, there's new ability chunks, you can re-roll your gear, lots of small details that are new, but ultimately the same, like a rework of some of Splatoon 2's mechanics. Um, first quality of life improvement is you can save gear sets. So if you're like me and you're a nerd and you have one set of gear for roller and then in your mind you have another set of gear for the Splattershot Junior, you can save those sets instead of trying to frantically scramble and remember what goes where between matches. And so that I agree with. So having gear sets is a phenomenal option because you can have different clothing, hats, shoes, shirts, outfits that will truly benefit what it is that you're working with. And the, the simple act of being able to switch back and forth without having to go back to the shop, find what you've purchased, change your shirt, go to the next shop, find the hat, change your hat. Like it's, it's good to be able to have those gear sets, I believe. Yes. Um, there's going to be casual, competitive, competitive is now called anarchy mode for some reason. Um, if you have Splatoon 2 save data, um, you will be able to jump directly into competitive mode. If you don't, you will have to level up to level 10 before you can enter competitive, uh, matches, which was the case in Splatoon 2. Um, okay. Hey, Gaming Montel, welcome in. Um, we are welcome talking in. about Splatoon 3 and uh, the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak content update number one. That is such a mouthful. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the next, so these are kind of all in one blob. But to me, this is the biggest deal, and I was so mad that... It wasn't in Splatoon 1, and every single time I played with friends, it was a point of contention. Gaming Montel, thank you for the stream. Like, uh, So, A, when you're looking for a match, um, you will be able to have be in a training lobby. So you'll actually be doing something besides just listening to the music while you're waiting for a lobby. And in this lobby... Your online friends will appear as ghosts, and you can invite them to a party, and you can be on the same team! Ah! I mean, let's face it, the the old setup was hard. Oh, so bad. It was terrible. This is a small change that feels like it shouldn't be something to be excited about, right? This is... This is now, this is another this is example. This should have been standard. Yeah, this is a Nintendo catching up to where everybody was five years ago. 
Probably longer than that. But it's so exciting because I suffered through Splatoon 2's uh, party-making, not even party-making system, just mess of a multiplayer lobby thing. Um, so this is a big deal. I really like the ideas of ghosts, um, that you can see people and their gear and stuff. You feel like it's a social thing. If you're mm -hmm. in a party, your teammates appear in the training area, and you can run around and interact with each other. It's a social thing. Nintendo finally realizes that the Splatoon 3, the Splatoon series, is a social shooter. Yes. They invented and it. It should have been that way from uh, the beginning. Yes. Um, also, I realized this uh, from, I forget whose video it was, but online matchmaking will utilize hashtags? Oh? So, so okay, so for example, so we can, you can, you can enter a lobby, and when you enter your lobby, like your training area, you can enter a hashtag. So say it's hashtag the Nintendads, right? Okay. Anybody else who enters that hashtag <clears throat> upon entering their lobby will enter the same lobby and appear as a ghost to everyone else using that hashtag. Interesting. So this is a huge deal because it makes it it's a cool thing for content creators like us because we're definitely yep. going to have that and that's how we're going to interact with people. Um, that's a big deal for it makes tournament organization stupidly easy. You give a code, the competitors go in, like, and they didn't they didn't mention this at all. It's on the website. They did not mention a word of this in the direct. And this is the stuff that I'm talking about. How do you go months with no news mm -hmm. and then do the direct and not even and not fit? All the cool stuff. This is like all of the things that they should have had been what? releasing since the beginning. I know. Um, so that's super cool. Um, huge quality of life change. Again, every match you play, there is a replay system. Yep. You can save your matches and watch them back. And switch Which your point of view. I will allow you to quarterback and Sunday night football, like, replay the whole thing. Yes. So when I say, oh, there's no way, there's no way, how did he kill me? How did I kill me? I can go back and look and see what happened. I can, I can rewatch the thing and shame my teammates and prove that it was their fault that we lost and not me mm -hmm. dying eight times. Is the stream only skipping for me? Um, maybe? Graptacular says no. Uh, I don't know. We did disconnect uh, about five, ten minutes ago. Uh, I think we're good now. I'm, I'm not having any latency or, or lag. Oh. Reconnection successful. I think we're back. I think we are back, folks. All right. Yeah, it's messing up bad. Okay, I think we're back here. This is just a hot mess. What is happening? Told you. I told and I, I know it's it. The exact same thing happened to you. So it, I know it's not 
<laughs> a problem on my end or a problem on your end. It, what I don't understand is that why is it that when it happens, your Discord cuts out as well? Yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. Um, anyway, let's get through this episode a little quickly. quickly. <laughs> all right, Gaming Montel, it wasn't just you after all. Something, something is going on. And I don't think it's my internet because I work from home and I've been on my internet all day with no disruptions. Yeah. Uh, but Corporal experienced the exact same issue on his last stream. So I have a feeling it's either something with OBS and Streamlabs or it's something with Facebook. And Occam's Razor says Facebook, Facebook screws up constantly. So... Uh, but then Twitch is also disconnecting, so I'm not... I don't know. Anyway, you can save your replays. You can upload them directly from the game. That's a big deal, especially for content creators. If we have a good match, that's a three-minute replay that we can just, boom, psh, upload. That's going to be... That's going to be really easy. That's going to be... That's a fun thing. Um, Facebook's been updating everything, so it could be Facebook... Or OBS, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just got a notification, actually, from Facebook. One of your videos can't be viewed because of music rights. Well. It just came in five minutes ago. All right. So maybe we're so getting maybe we're Facebook getting a live copyright strike, and that's why... <laughs> Jeez, why did you spill that beer on, Corporal? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> the international Nintendad server. Oh my goodness. Uh, anyway, if this if this keeps disconnecting, we might cut the episode short and just record and release this yeah. as its own thing, which we might have to do anyway because we're going to have to stitch together like five different re downloaded broadcasts um anyway uh so th those those were like five quality of life changes in a row that are are larger than the sum of their parts i would say because those are those are some big things that will essentially change the overall experience mm -hmm. of the game and it makes multiplaying with friends that much better and that was one of the biggest gripes in our friend group with trying to team up with people so yeah um an actual new thing <coughs> well all that all that stuff was new um but the locker room you are going to mm -hmm. be able to have little customizable lockers <laughs> with tchotchkes and stickers and colors and it's like your own little customizable thing um you're also going to be able to have splash tags which i'm actually weirdly excited about these to me the splash tags uh are straight up ripped out of rocket league right if yeah. you have a background you have an icon you have a stickers you have a little title underneath these are this is the rocket league banner system mm-hmm now in Splatoon. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, we're going to have seasonal catalogs that you can get items out of, which I think is really cool. Um, not mentioned in the direct, um, but mentioned on the website, again, 
I don't know why. Um, so your competitive rank... So they said um, the catalogs are going to be updated basically once a season. So you're going to have a fall catalog, winter catalog, spring catalog for all the new items, locker items, clothing, weapons. You're going to do it by season. The competitive seasons are also going to follow this, uh, this pattern. And in between competitive seasons, your competitive rank is going to get somewhat reset. So if you reach the top level S, it's like S, S plus, and then it goes like S1, S plus one, S plus two, all the way up to 50. And if you're below in like the ABC ranks, I think you're, you're going to do your placement matches and your rank is going to get reset after every season, after every Splatfest. So it's competitive season, Splatfest, new catalog, new season, new rank. If you're above S tier in your rank, I think you just get set back to base S and then you play up from there. Um, that's a big deal because previously your rank was done by competitive mode. And that's not going to be the case anymore. But no is longer is a is a noob or an A rank. <clears throat> do, you uh, no long do you have googly eyes on your mic? Yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful. His name, <laughs> his name is Mike. I just saw that. It was like it's like it's like smaller on my screen than it is for uh for the for the mainstream. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah, his name is Mike. Um, so Mike that's, that's something that's cool. I like the new, I like the seasonal catalogs because if you get a really cool piece of gear early on and then it doesn't return in catalogs after, um, it's going to feel really special. It's going to feel like exclusive. Um, they've also said, and this is also a, a change of pace from how they usually have marketed games. They have said catalogs, everything is going to be supported they're going to continue release release content for two years. They set it. They're giving you the expectation. Um, two years is what we're going to get out of this game, sort of as a as a pseudo live service. Um, mm. They also said they have plans for what do they say? Significant DLC or something where it's going to be like a big deal DLC, kind of like. Um, the uh, Octo Octo Valley DLC for Splatoon Two. So, fingers crossed for more than two years. Yeah, I hope so. I would like to see them have two years and then maybe have like a big piece of DLC that's maybe thirty or forty dollars. That is like new content and new modes that like can extend it. I, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work. If, it, if, if they do a really good job of doing content and updates for two years, I'm pretty satisfied with that. I would like more than two years, obviously, but... Yeah. Ooh, that's a good point, Graptacular. I hope they bundle the DLC with the Online Plus membership. That is smart. That would be nice. That would be one more little reason to get it. Um, uh, I mean, I already bought the Octo expansion. Yeah, I, I'm playing through the Octo expansion now because um, uh, I have the online expansion thing. 
Gamalea, welcome in. Thank you for liking the stream. Um, I'm not. I don't know. The Octo oh, expansion. Making sounds up. The Octo. Oh, Gamalea. The <laughs> Octo expansion. The Octo expansion. I'm not. A, I like the aesthetic and stuff, but some of the levels are. I'm not a fan of a lot of them, but I digress. Um, what else? Uh, there are new stuff in Salmon Run. There's obviously going to be new story mode. Splatnet, we're still going to have a weird app on our phones. No voice chat in game again. I almost, I almost think it's a good idea. To not have voice chat in this at this point, yeah, in this game because <clears throat> it's not like people rage and but like at least have an option to turn it on, right? Don't make us use our phones. That's dumb. Nobody wants to do that. We're and we're gonna end up on Discord anyway. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, they should just update. do what, what I. I... They should just do what Microsoft and Xbox did and bring in Discord. Hold on. Move back from your mic a little bit because now you're, like, very loud. Move mic. I know you, Mike, are very close. We are very close. Oh, there we go. Friend. That's the buttery smoothness. <laughs> um, oh, I have it written down. Large-scale paid DLC is what they phrased it as. Large-scale. So, like, a, a $35 DLC dump. Maybe? I don't know. Um, oh. There's also, for some reason, Table Turf Battle, which is a 1v1 card-based tile control competitive minigame. Why? Yet again, I, that, that was announced in the grand scheme of things along with these other things that were smaller but also important where they left out other things that they dedicated just to the website and when this came out the card thing and they left these other things out in comparison to these other things like oh you can you can turn around in the ink and oh there's going to be these extra maps oh and there's this card game and it just felt like DLC. Like, this is just, like, this is a fan-based card game that we're also going to give you. I mean, have the card game looks seven... cool. It's just a weird addition. We have these seven I other <coughs> ideas and some of these quality life things that we're just going to put together in a, in a Splatoon 2 package and give it an extra wiggle and send it out to you. See, the, all the quality of life things are a bigger deal to me than the new, actual new stuff. From a competitive, hardcore gaming standpoint, somebody who really wants to be able to play this game and test their strength and be good, I agree. I never was that type of Splatoon player. I will agree that Splatoon 1 was a better game than Splatoon 2, I'm hoping that these quality of life changes brings the gunplay and the movement back to the Splatoon 1 movement, because if it doesn't, I won't be as engaged. Card game's not going to save it. <laughs> no. 
Exactly. Yeah, the card Graptacular says card game really looks like they are testing the waters for something bigger. Or what? A a, a Witcher Three Gwent uh, spinoff game? I don't know. Didn't DBZ Online game do the same thing by adding a card mini game to the system? I don't I, know. I would not doubt it if they did. I don't know. I feel like that's a very if a tie break tiebreakers between competitive teams are going to be decided by uh, by the card, card. game. <laughs> It'd be cool if you could play the card game while you waited for matches. That would be interesting. Or, I wonder if they put in the card game so that they can sell us card game DLC. They're going to try to turn I this hope into they Pokemon? Don't. I hope they don't do that. Card game NFTs. <laughs> um, the last big thing are uh, they're changing the format slightly for... Uh, Splatfests. Splatfests are going to be structured differently in terms of determining who wins. And there's going to be a stage of the Splatfest where you are going to have three teams on the map. You're going to have four players in the center for the winning team. You're going to have two players from the second place team, two players from the third place team, because there's going to be three teams for every Splatfest instead of two. And you're going to have three colors of ink vying for control. I think that is maybe one of the most interesting things. Actual I'm afraid new how it's going to come out. I'm afraid that it's going to be too hectic. I mean, it is going to be hectic. Splatfest has always been hectic. From what, what I heard, there's going to be two teams of three and one two team, team of... Two teams of two. And two one teams team of, of two, four. So it's still and one it's, team of four. Yeah. Which means you no longer have your friends connected to each other in a loyalty thing. It's now whatever team you're being bounced to. Well, that was like, kind of always the case with Splatfests, because if you and your friend pick different teams on Splatfests, you were never playing in Splatfest together. Sure, but that that was a choice made. Yeah, that's true, because you can be playing with four friends and then it gets cut in half. And I yeah. wonder how it gets determined of, like, if you have a pre-made team, like, what is it, like, top performers? Is it, is it random? Is it ABC order? Like, Do they take your rank? Yeah, I, I don't know. Do they take your, your ping connection? So it's it's interesting, though, that I'm I'm very curious to see what the dynamic of three people and maybe that becomes a normal mode that you can queue into is teams teams of two going in and there's three teams of two and that's its own mode and maybe the Splatfest is the testing grounds to see how that'll work I think that would be cool that would be a cool that would be a new mode there's no new modes in Splatoon 3 all the competitive modes are the same competitive modes that are in Splatoon 2 Splatfests are the same with the addition of the three things, but there's no, there's not one new game mode in Splatoon 3. And I think that is what a lot of, if anybody's having criticism that it's too similar to Splatoon 2, Splatoon 1 and Splatoon 2 had massively diff different weapons, different dynamics, different specials, different game modes. Splatoon mm -hmm. 2 to Splatoon 3 has zero new game modes. So it would be nice if they included a turf war that was 2v2v2. I think that would be pretty sweet and an actual new thing. Um, 
closing thoughts? What? How are you feeling about Splatoon 3 now? I have not seen anything that has given me faith that I am 100% getting my Splatoon 1 movement back. I That's think fair. that this has done more to solidify that it's going to be Splatoon 2, but we're giving you these other gimmicks to kind of help make things better. And that is upsetting to me. I will be happier if we're closer halfway, meet me halfway to Splatoon 1 movements. Maybe then my friends will stay into it, and maybe then I I can continue to play more. And as long as they continue to give us content update and new maps and new Splatfests, maybe have Splatfest events or in-game... And let, let's face it, like, go back and look at Fortnite. And I've used this analogy before for those of you who've been listening to us long enough take a shot that Fortnite has a model where <clears throat> almost every month there's a little something that they're giving you did and you wait hold on i have to interrupt did you see what this the newest Fortnite thing is no they added, uh, maybe i did they added dragon ball z characters oh yes you can I be did. Goku, you can hop on Nimbus, you can do the Kamehameha, like... Yes. Like, come on, guys. If there like, was ever a thing that would get me into Fortnite, this is coming very close. Oh, I, I got for I jumped back into Fortnite when Batman came out, I jumped back into Fortnite when you got to fight Thanos, and I jumped into Fortnite back when you got to play Darth Vader. Like, you want to see me get back into a game just so I can play some, a particular character. Yeah. Fortnite knows what they're doing. And I'm not saying the Splatoon needs to pull in pop culture references in order to get people in. But for Christ's sakes, give us juicy new types of content regularly on a fast-paced schedule. Monthly seems to be working really well for Fortnite. I, I don't know if Nintendo can keep up. No build mode is the best thing for old timers to get into Fortnite. I might, yes. I might. Yeah, I agree. Maybe we'll have a, a sub goal or something. Um, <laughs> I will say that uh, one other thing that they added—that's another quality of life thing for the Splatfest—is um, leading up to because there's sometimes where it's like Splatfest is like Saturday afternoon to Saturday night, and it's like. 12 hours, and if you're away those 12 hours, too bad for you. Yeah, they you're are changing that it. week, or you're, you're on vacation or something, yeah. you're screwed. Um, and this is something else that's on the website that wasn't in the direct. You are going to be able to pick your team and then play in normal matches. And if you've picked your team and you're playing in normal matches, you will accrue points for your team in the days leading up to the Splatfest. And that will contribute towards your team winning the Splatfest, even okay. if you're away. And it's like another thing that's cool. I think it's a good idea. It's an improvement. And they didn't. It's just it's buried. It's buried on the website somewhere. Um, so, Graptacular, I'm assuming you're referring to Splatoon clothing. And I think that that's a smart idea that could would be cool partner with 
and, and it has to be something that's like easily accessible across the board. So you could partner with like Walmart or Old Navy or no, you could some... not partner with someone like Walmart. <laughs> Walmart doesn't do cool things. You they they try. They yeah, try. Uniqlo. I would absolutely buy a Splatoon button-up shirt for yes. a reasonable price. It has to be. It has to be a clothing brand or a clothing company that you're able to get across the board. It can't be one of those like Abercrombie and yeah. Fitch. Well, or... uh, Pokemon. Pokemon did a collaboration, uh, which I don't know if it was with Uniqlo, but it was with another. Uh, it was with another clothing company, and they had, like, really nice... They were so expensive. You talking I about wanted... the rompers? No, I'm not talking about the rompers. They did, like, button-up shirts, like, nice oh, clothes. Oh, they also they did were... rompers, too. Men and women's rompers. Okay. They also did sneakers. So, like, Splatoon what? could totally partner with Nike or whoever makes the Walmart walkers and, like, make... Like uh, the reason why I bring up Walmart is because they've got such a diversity of clothing options, and guy. Walmart has all these other brands that they can partner with, so that they're able to make these things happen. Uh, I'm not yeah. saying that I love Walmart, but like that is a a box store that has the diversity who can bring in the full line of Splatoon uh, brands. I guess if you want your clothing made by I mean, make it fancy or go to Target if you want I don't oh, care Target. we can do Target they, anyway. they got they got the, the goods so I am feeling more optimistic about Splatoon 3 because I'm seeing the quality of life because I'm seeing other people who are much more have much more insight to how impactful these changes are going to be on the game but 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 in playing Splatoon 2, I am reminded of why I stopped playing Splatoon 2. And hopefully this issue, I alluded to this when we talked earlier, and I said, oh, I'm going to save it for the episode. Um, hopefully this will be solved. The matchmaking in Splatoon 2 sucks so bad. It is so bad. It's like Overwatch bad at this point. And I think the reason, and it has been for like the last year and a half, um, and it wasn't that bad at launch, I think the problem is there's not a big enough player base for Splatoon 2, and there hasn't been a big enough player base for Splatoon 2 to where matchmaking could really do what it needs to do. If you jump Is on that a sp because Splatoon 2 sucked and so many people left to move on well, to their games? Partially. Uh, I don't think Splatoon 2 sucked. I love Splatoon 2. It's one of my top five most played games on the Switch. I had a good time with it. But I think there was a there was a quicker and steeper fall-off for Splatoon 2. And because they destroyed the gameplay in comparison to Splatoon 1. Yeah, they made it much more... Splatoon 2 also has an issue where if you have a team that blocks you into your spawn, the game is over. Yeah, That is that is a fundamental issue with the level design. That's exactly... When you get blocked in your spawn in Splatoon 2, it is a, a perfect storm of everything that's wrong with Splatoon 2. The map design, 
the overemphasis on gunplay and positioning and the matchmaking. Because if you have people that are better than you who take advantage and abuse the map design and the positioning and the weapons being overpowered versus the movement, you get blocked in your spawn and you can't do anything. Um, but I digress. Uh, what's happened with Splatoon 2 in the last couple years is you have all the people who never stopped playing who are now very good and know how to use and abuse all the things and yep. any new players coming in or older players who are trying to get back into it, there's not enough of those people, so they get match made with the people who have been there by along, by by been there all along, and it's just a stomp. Every match is a stomp, and you either so, are stomped or you are the stomper. And the ranking thing, maybe the ranking thing will help fix that. Well, I'm just talking about for for turf war. Sure, maybe the average will, the maybe average difficulty the average difficulty for uh or the average player skill for ranked also had it so that you had bottom rank players and to try and climb up it was like people who just got the game professionals and there was not a lot in between. Um but, but that's my point is that maybe with there being an ABC or a CBA S S one. Yeah, it'll S3, help filter people higher. Filter that out, and then this way in turf, they're like, okay, all the C people, all the B people. But I uh, think they have to. They have to fix matchmaking for unranked turf war because that is the main mode. Uh, that is what the majority of people are going to play, and if it's like. Splatoon 2, I won't play it. I will not I will I will drop this game very quickly if the matchmaking is as bad as it is in Splatoon 2 right now. I don't think that's going to be the case because I really think the issue is that right now the player base is not big enough and you only have new and returning players and people who never stop playing and that just the matchmaking has no choice but to match those people up with each other because there's not enough people playing. Hopefully this mm-hmm. game sells hundreds and thousands and millions of copies. There's a lot of people to be match made with, and you have even matches. Um, and I've thought about streaming Splatoon 2 leading up to Splatoon 3, but the more I play Splatoon 2, like, I mean, maybe I'll stream it one night and just be like, let's see if we can get five even matches all night. And I bet uh, you it see, will I happen. think... I think that you are too invested into the mechanics and to the into the the. Uh, for yes, lack of her, I am competitive, and I get frustrated when I get match made and don't have a snowball's chance in hell. That pisses me off because matchmaking yeah, is not hard. There's plenty of games that do matchmaking in a great way, but when I, the matchmaking is bad. I am not pigeonholed into those emotional traumas the way you are. So I it am. may be better I if I stream it. Maybe. But then, like, I don't know. Like, absolutely decimating a team feels better than getting decimated, but only by a little bit. Because you're just like, oh, that sucks. That sucks. That They didn't have a chance. That That was not a fair fight. Also, I swear to God... If if 
they have the same, and I think it's a Switch issue because people are playing on Wi-Fi and they're walking around and playing at the bus stop and getting disconnected. They have to fix the problem of uneven team matches because every single time I play, I have multiple matches where it's four people on one team and three people on the other team, two people on the other team, and it's stupid. It's just cancel, just cancel the match and put me back in a lobby. I would rather wait another one or two minutes than do an uneven play. It's not the game. You can't do it. It doesn't work. It's it'd just be a flat thing that's written into the game. If this team doesn't have four people and this team doesn't have four people, the match can't start. It's that simple. The fact that it happens as often as it does, and it has happened that often, is crazy. It never happened this much in Splatoon 1. They have to fix it. They have to. They have to. It's it's embarrassing every time it happens. I'm like... Is this still a oh, thing? Sunbreak f- content is coming out. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. I have a lot of feelings about Splatoon. Wait, but before we get off Splatoon... And I do, I do think they're gonna they make a lot of quality of life issues changes, and I think that they will fix the majority of my complaints. And if they don't, you're gonna hear about it. Um, the world premiere Splatfest demo for Splatoon three is August twenty seventh, which is not this upcoming Saturday. This Saturday it's next after. Saturday. Yes, we're gonna play. I hope we can play together. It would be a shame if they didn't include like friend partying mm-hmm. um but we're gonna play we're gonna stream it you will see an event on our facebook page and our discord shortly um so yes look forward to that uh now sunbreak 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 hunter rise sunbreak dlc no it's not content title Title update. Yeah, it, title it's update Monst- one. Monster Hunter Rise, Rise Sunbreak. Sunbreak title title, uh, title update <laughs> one. This Whew. is. There's a name for you. What's harder, playing Charge Blade, or remembering <laughs> the name? <laughs> yeah, Sarah Alexander. Thank you for liking the stream. Welcome. Um. So this title update was. Fire! Sorry if that was way too loud. Uh, it was fire. We got Lucy Nargakuga. We got soothe, Soothing. Seething Bagel Goose. We got Silver and Gold Rathian. All extraordinarily fun fights that Corporal will eventually get to when he by reaches the time the next update, yes. By the time the next update comes out. <laughs> um, I, and I discussed this on on my Sunday stream with the people who joined me but like I, as much as I love Monster Hunter there are so many other games that like I am more interested in and that I think I get more enjoyment out of so I do not play Monster Hunter in my free time the way Presto does so I am significantly behind on leveling the way everybody else is like 99 and I like truthfully hunter rank I just got to 90 the other day 
Oh, for regular hunter rank? Regular hunter rank. I just got to 90 the other day. Oh. So. Wait a second. Wait a second. Is when? So wait. You, I, do you, you fight, do you fight Valstrax at hunter rank 100? If I do, I gotta go back to the other place. I don't even do remember. It. it was years ago. I remember. <laughs> this is my point. This is my point. I am just now getting to ninety. Presto's been like three hundred for like the past six months. So let's moving on. We're gonna get you there. We're gonna get you there. Anyway, the new monsters are all fun. They've released a bunch of new armor skills. Sneak attack is amazing because it finally scales Gunlance's shell damage. 20%? You're scaling shelling damage on the Gunlance 20%? Oh, Christmas. Christmas has come early. Uh, Jose, yeah, Valstrex is at 100. Okay. That's going to be... That's going to be a thing that you're going to have to do. Um... But yeah, all the new fights are great. There's new armor sets. Um, but the absolute star of the show when it comes to content update one, title update, content, sunbreak one, DLC, plus bonus action. <laughs> um, they promoted the, the Lucent Argakuga and Seething Bagel Goose and Silver. You know, those were the ones that were like, this is the content update. But then they snuck the best part of the sandwich right in between the bread. Anomaly investigations. We got a very similar end game loop as world randomized investigations that you can slowly chew through that scale up with randomly generated difficulty modifiers delicious and these Yum. random investigations you beat them they get harder there are some truly truly challenging fights towards the higher levels which as much as i play i have not gotten to and what do you get for all your hard work oh you get weapon augmentations beautiful basically rampage uh rampage skill slots for uh Rarity 10 weapons, and more controversial, slightly less popular, random augments to armor sets, which I think is interesting. If I was trying to min-max and be a speedrunner, I would be thoroughly annoyed, but I do, in fact, still play the game for fun, believe it or not, uh, so I enjoy a little, a little randomness. Quality content. Thank you, Kenneth. I don't know how to pronounce that first part. K-O? K-O? Kenneth? Welcome in. Yes. Content update one is amazing. Um, the new anomaly investigations are hard. They're fun. It's it's endgame. It's endgame as it should be. It's a grind, but it's fun. K-O. No. Okay. Oh, like K-O Ken times 10. We were just talking about Dragon Ball Z. Um, mm -hmm. But welcome in. Yeah. So anomaly investigations, fire, curious crafting for armor and weapons. I would say weapons is the better one. RNG for the armor is still fun, I think. Um, yeah, so there was new monsters. 
and then there's the new Endgame stuff. Uh, Corporal, I what... Think the, the, the best thing that I think about the anomaly research that I am most excited for is the fact that I can use my research coins to purchase monster mantles. Yeah, because, I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> the the ability to be able to purchase things with that, particularly rare items like that, will make my... Because gr- let's face it, I've been trying to get a Anjanath mantle for like two weeks now. I don't so. know. I don't like... Mathematically, you should have gotten one by now. Yeah, mathematically. I but now I'm also feeling the pain. I'm playing the odds, and the odds are never in my favor. You're at the wrong casino. <laughs> um, I am trying to grind uh, magma almadron for his mantle to complete my new sneak attack based gunland set because I need his mantle to make a level four uh, load shells deco. It's the only place I can fit load shells into my build, and that mother will not drop it. I've killed him ten times. He has not dropped it. Um, And I am not wasting my anomaly tokens to buy his mantle. I am going to rip it out of his stupid muddy fire (laughs) dragon body before I buy it. Um... But yeah, yeah, that I thought that was a cool thing that they're allowing you to use um, some of the anomaly rewards to buy mantles. Yep, um, it's cool. So I am, I am very, very happy with uh, with the um, end game and the additions. Oh my god! I just realized something. What's that? Event quests are back. This week, weekly event oh, quest. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow on the eighteenth. Not tomorrow. The the day after. On the eighteenth. Oh well, what do you know? We have a co-stream planned for the eighteenth. I think we should stream Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak title update one event quest one. <laughs> we couldn't have planned that better if we tried. I really hope it's like. A reasonable, a reasonably, like difficulty wise, because if they're like, all right, event quest one, scorn Magnamalo, Valstrex, Silver Rat, like, it could be something gnarly, and we could have to suffer through it. Uh, but we're gonna see. If you want to find out, come back on Thursday, and, and either in. see, either see delight. Or panic, or maybe both. <laughs> Probably both. Regardless, I'll panic, and I'll let you decide the yes. truth. <laughs> I will be delighted. If they're and like, I oh... Hang on, I will hang on to your coattails. I'll, put, the, I'll co- put on the coattails. I'll put on the coattail layered armor set. I have that. I, I have am that the ca- I am the Kazooie in this Banjo mashup. Yes! I want to take you by the legs and beat the monster to death. With Corporal, use me and as a the ch- and the chicken head from the D and D campaign. Um, what else? I think that's it. What's the side quest? Is there a side quest? Yeah, I have. I have a very simple, basic side quest. Do you believe Splatoon Three will surpass its predecessor, hold up to the hype, or? Land in the ink. 
Ooh. So, I think Splatoon 3, now that I've seen what I've seen, I think Splatoon 3 will be better than Splatoon 2. Okay. But... I think that's high praise. But, big but, I don't... I I am kind of leaning towards I don't think Splatoon 3 is going to be as commercially successful as Splatoon 2 for a couple reasons. Number one, Splatoon 2 was... I believe it was a launch title or it was very close to a launch title in the beginning of the Switch's life cycle. So when okay. the Switch had only a few games, Splatoon 2 came out, it was soaked up for people hungry for first-party Nintendo games. Uh, reason number two... Uh, we're living in a very different time. There are way more games, and I feel like the gaming landscape has changed. People have gotten a lot more picky with their money and their time for what they're choosing to play now yeah. versus how many years ago. Um, and the last reason is if you're not a content creator or someone who follows things very closely and you played Splatoon 2, I still don't think they've shown anything in Splatoon 3 that would get a casual Splatoon 2 player to fork over $60. For the average person who played Splatoon 2 and was like, oh yeah, I played Splatoon 2 for a while, it was pretty cool. Splatoon 3's coming out, cool, let me check it out. Wait, is this Splatoon 2 or Splatoon 3? I still don't think there's enough differentiation for the average person to maybe warrant it. Okay. And so I, I personally think Splatoon 3 is going to be more fun. I think it's going to have better content. I think it's going to be... I think they learned a lot from Splatoon 2. Hopefully they learned about movement and balancing map design and things like that. Um, but I'm not... Especially with the shoddy marketing that they've done... I really don't think it's going to be a very it's going to be a very uphill battle for Splatoon three to top Splatoon two commercially. Okay, what do you say? I I think that it may do well commercially, but I think we're talking about Splatoon two and Splatoon three will probably do about the same. If not Splatoon 3, a little lower. And the reason being is simply because of the bad taste left in the mouth from Splatoon 2. Mm. I don't think... We're also having to remember that we are talking about pre-COVID, post-COVID sales. And finances. The world has changed. People are holding their money differently now. And people are spending their, their money differently now. That's true. And... And people are criticizing developers and game creators more harshly that now than they were then. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like there's, there's a storm here that Splatoon 3 could crash. And if Hopefully happens, not following the footsteps of Mario Strikers, uh, Switch Sports. Yes. Like, Nintendo's there's been a lot not... of recent 
having exactly. a great time lately. And Splatoon 3 does not appear to be breaking any of the bad habits that they've fallen and into. like Mario Strikers, like, uh, uh, I, want, I keep wanting to say Wii Sports. Switch Sports. Yeah, it's, it, we switch. <laughs> we switched up our sports. <laughs> I, I, I feel like marketing is a lot to do with that. What, I yeah, know. I think marketing, and then I think the overall quality of the game. Because even if you do a bad job marketing, like if the game is truly good, like like Elden Ring, right? Elden Ring didn't have a ton of crazy good marketing, but when it came out, it blew up because it was fantastic. Strikers had a lot of last minute marketing, similar to Splatoon three, um, and then it came out and people played it. And they were like, uh. And, and that uh feeling make, spread around. You could make the argument that Mario Strikers and Elden Ring aren't on the same spectrum. No. But you can then turn around and be like, the marketing for Cyberpunk was out of this world phenomenal, <laughs> and look what happened there. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like Splatoon 3 needs to land well. In order for it, it to needs do well. it needs to be really good because if it's really good, influencers and streamers and people who are playing the game will do the marketing for them. Exactly. But if it's and, not, knock your socks off. And that I'll be is going to be the message that comes around. That single player campaign and boss music better slap harder than a tennis racket. The music. The- Slap harder than a tennis racket and a beach ball. I will say when they when they showed the trailer for the story mode, I remember the music being super crispy. I actually okay. think I might have put that in my notes. Hold on. Let's see. Crispy music. Uh, Return of the Mammalians. Battle the Octarian Army story mode. Epic final fina- uh, epic finale of the story from one and two. Next bullet point, all caps, music is banging. Banging. I wrote it. So that's it. Splatoon 3 is going to be a massive success. Game of the year, as long as the music is good. As long as the music is good. Yep. Um, okay. I think that's it. I think that's our episode. Um, uh, one other thing. Sorry. Um, I got mugged, and they took my coffee. No. I knew you were seeing it. Wait, what is that mug? I see a mug with text. There's two different mugs. That Which one. one the one on your left, my right. No, oh, I dropped my squid. My left. Yes, that one. Yes. This one. Yes. Also, do you have a giant Bowser action figure there? <laughs> I do. What the heck? It's Ask like... me about my dad jokes. <laughs> what? Yep. I am... It, it is a criminal offense that it took me asking about that mug for it to make its way on stream. That needs right? to be in every stream. And and I got mugged. They took my coffee. That was the joke. You should have said that and then taken a sip from that mug. This is the other one. Uh, I promise to love you even when you're old and still play video games. Oh, uh, I think I've seen that one. Yeah, that one's the one that Lady Sage got. Uh, oh, hold on. I have to butcher somebody's name real quick. Oku 
Okataboy? Okataboo! Okataboo! Welcome in. First <laughs> we butchered time your name, I'm sorry. Viewer. Hello, welcome. Um, we are just wrapping up our episode on all the Splatoon 3 goodness. Um, and, and Monster Hunter Monster Rise. Hunter Rise Sunbreak. No, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak title update 1. Such a horrible name. Um, uh, but a great piece of update. A yes. great, some great content. Um, we are the Nintendo Ads. This is our show. It's a podcast. You can find this episode uh, on our YouTube channel uh, in a couple of days, um, on Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts, and possibly in several pieces on our Facebook page because we because got Because OBS crashed four yeah. times, and I'm terribly sorry. OBS was like... Oh boy, should I use different software? That's what OBS stands for. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, we will see you again on Thursday for, for our co-stream. Co-stream, Monster Hunter Rise, getting spanked by the first event quest and loving every second of it. Oh, you're um, writing down on your calendar because you want to follow the Nintendads. I don't think anybody besides our old asses are using paper calendars. Checking out Spotify, yes, yes. And if, the video we have, we got early access to video episodes video on episodes. Spotify, so you can listen yeah. and actually watch. We've been doing this for like th almost three years now. Yo, our three-year anniversary is coming up in it's October. October at the end yeah. of October. You know what the three-year anniversary means? I, I, depending on when it falls, I still may be on my honeymoon. No, nope. Sorry. <laughs> this was on the calendar before you proposed or anything. Don't even think about it. I'm gonna still be in California. <laughs> I I fear if anybody who's been watching us for a while, take a shot. Um, if anybody was around for our two year anniversary, you will know how much of a hot mess that stream. That that was, was. a drinking night. Was I a drinking have night. a feeling that it's going to be one of those. I have a feeling that in order to not get banned from our respected plat or, uh, yeah, respected platforms. platforms, we might have to do some of that stream on our Discord for people on our Discord. I mean... Because I'm, I'm amazed we didn't get banned for our two-year stream. Amazed. Yeah. We violated, like, half, half of the terms rule. of service. I'm incriminating us right now. I need to shut up and go to bed. Um, okay, everybody, we will see you on Thursday. New people on Twitch. Make sure to follow us and come back. Check us out on Spotify, all that good stuff. We will see you on Thursday. Also, Thursday, for your calendar people, Thursday is our co-stream where Presto and I will be streaming together. We'll both be here. Normally, Sunday is a solo stream, a corporal solo stream, mm -hmm. and Tuesday is a Presto solo stream. Um, because of the Splatoon 3 demo that's coming out on Saturday, maybe both of us will be around on Saturday, but that's our schedule, so feel Wait. free to like and oh, follow. And You guys get the absolute treat of the bonus cat. Bonus cat? Dash cat, yeah. I have him on camera. Dash! Hi. Please don't bite me. I love you. Yep, that was Dash cat. Sometimes making an appearance. He was Hi, the Dash. loading. He was the loading screen for our last episode. Lounging yes, on the desk. He was. Hi. Oh, he's not happy that I picked him up. I'm gonna get bitten later. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> we will see you on Thursday. Take care, everybody. Cheers, everybody. Peace.